everyone and welcome to Exploring the Midwest. My name is Jody, and I will be your guide as we chat with incredible people across the 13 Midwestern states and discover all the things there are to see and do. This month we are exploring four fabulous arts destinations in the Midwest and I hope you enjoy learning more about them. Today's podcast is sponsored by RV Share. RV travel is my favorite way to adventure through the Midwest and further beyond. And now is the perfect time to begin planning spring break and summer RV adventures. With RV Share, you rent from RV owners in your area, so you'll find the perfect type of RV from towable campers to motorhomes in just the right size for you. Ready to plan your RV adventures? Visit familyrambling.com backslash RV Share to find your perfect RV. Exploring the Midwest podcast. I am so excited to kick off 2022 with a subject that has become, I don't know, something that is almost expected when you visit destinations now, and that's public art. Whether you're visiting a city or a small town throughout the Midwest, you're going to find murals and sculpture walks and art trails, and it's just a, a growth in... Um, just the public visibility of art has been so strong in the last couple of years. And during my travels at the end of last year, a place that really impressed me during a visit was the NOCO Arts and Cultural District in Jeffersonville, Indiana. So I have invited Emily Dippy, who is the Public Arts Administrator for Jeffersonville, to share more about this really, really fascinating spot. So Emily, thank you so much for taking the time to join me today. Thank you for having me. It's really exciting to get to talk about the really awesome uh, development of the art that's happening in Southern Indiana and specifically in Jeffersonville. So first of all, what is a public arts administrator? Because that's that's a title I, I don't think I've heard before. <laughs> I've always said it's a very, it's a lot of words to basically mean aesthetics monkey for the city. <laughs> um, but what my job entails is that I straddle multiple worlds. So I am a city employee um, and I work underneath our mayor. Um, I work with our Jeffersonville Public Art Commission, which is a group of nine community members that have been appointed by the mayor and the city council in order to look out for the arts in Jeffersonville. I also work developing the NOCO Arts and Cultural District. Um, that set of duties includes coming up with new things for the district, doing programming, but also managing the NOCO Arts Center, which is a community art making space. So I would say my role is multifaceted. There's a lot of different uh, things that go under that title, but at the end of the day, it basically means aesthetics monkey for the city. <laughs> and, you know, I was really blown away by the NOCO Arts and Cultural District when you showed me around because it is really like this section of Jeffersonville has been appointed to really 
focus on the arts and the community. So can you share a little bit about that spot in Jeffersonville and what people will see there? Yeah, so I love that you said it's been appointed. Um, sometimes we say that it's been set aside or that it's been um, given to the artistic community, but it really is an area of town that that the city has specifically planned, zoned, and set aside for the development of the arts and arts businesses. Down in the NOCA Arts and Cultural District, you'll see a variety of things. Um, we, the cool part about being given an area of town to develop the arts is that when creatives get that much freedom and they get that much opportunity, you see some really interesting things develop. So we'll start with our art park area. So we have our iconic anchor artwork for the district is actually a muraled water tank. This water tank um, was just sitting empty. It was gonna be pulled down, but instead we had a muralist come in and do a full mural around the outside and an aerial mural. So when you fly into our area, you can actually see our water tank from the air, which is a really cool experience for those flying in to the Kentuckiana area. Uh, also in that little art park area, we have the NOCO paint box garden, which is a garden that is specifically dedicated to natural fibers dyeing. And it is a color wheel garden. So when you walk into the NOCO paint box garden, there's only red, yellow, and blue flowers. That's done intentionally because as the flowers grow and mix and hybrid and combine, um, we'll start seeing those secondary colors, orange, uh, green, and purple emerge. We also have our story trail, which is a cool local collaboration with the school system. We have local kids each year that actually write stories that then we publish on that story trail. We give them the opportunity to go through the full editing process and to work with a uh, full-time illustrator. So they get that experience and we get some really precious, incredible uh, stories that are created for the story trail. Right now, the story on the story trail is called Being Different is Good, which is just, it's so sweet. <laughs> um, as you take your family to read the story trail, you then can turn around and there are activities on the back of the panels that help families talk about these, uh, these important things with their students. We also have Picasso Point, which is a family artistic play space. So if you wanna play a game of hopscotch or twister or run a maze, it's all painted on a large parking lot for you. We have created a space that's basically a huge mural on the ground that has games inlaid in it. We have the depot, which is an art event space. When you go into the depot, you see a stage, you see a bar, you see food trucks. There's artists in refurbished shipping containers selling their artwork, all in this really beautiful muraled area. We also have um, some collaborations with local artistic businesses. So the NOCO Art Center has eight in resident studio artists. So artists who are working full-time in the center, developing their artwork and selling it. We have a maker space, Maker 13, which is you join it kind of like a gym and then you get access to all of this incredible equipment. I always say it's kind of like 
um, a playground for the imagination. <laughs> you go and you get the chance to build what's in your head. So if you want a full wood shop or a, a 16 needle embroiderer or a laser cutter, it's there for you to use as a member. A, we also have the Clark County History Museum and the Vintage Fire Museum and Morgan's Cookies, a local bakery and Hoosiers Hardware, which is a hard, um, hardware shop that's like stepping back into the 1950s. It's this incredible area of town that is what's even, uh, I think even more special than what's already there. It's that it's in constant development. Um, just this past year, I mean, in December of 2021, we cut the ribbon on the new NoCo Digital Gallery, which is six digital panels that form permanent outdoor art gallery space for people, um, a public accessible gallery. Um, it's, there's so many ideas and there's so much creativity that's being poured into this space and the freedom that's been given to artists to develop the space is really special and unique. You know, I, I, like I said, I was blown away when we visited. I, I think the depot really was one of those places that, um, just the the possibilities because like you said you have these refurbished shipping containers and honestly you have to see it to understand what it means because not they're not just sitting there but they've been they've been stacked and they've been it's almost like they're modern like modern tiny house buildings almost kind of stacked and windowed and and things like that it's and then painted on the outside and just the amount of, of events that you can do there, um, you know, music and food and, and art showings and farmer's markets. I mean, it's just really an amazing space that you've put together there. Um, but I think even more than that is I loved the mission of um, connecting the community to the artists and artists to the community um, and the community outreach that happens between the artists and just the people there in Jeffersonville. I loved how you brought that all together. And I know you've done some things where, where people were able to get involved, you know, even if they weren't artists. Yeah, so I, the arts in Jeffersonville, I think are very unique because it, it's a very people-centric arts community, um, a very community-centric arts community, um, that a lot of organizations that are maybe not typically considered arts organizations have rallied around. So, you know, you were talking about the depot. The depot would never have been able to be constructed. You know, it was financially supported and planned for by our redevelopment commission, another city group, um, and our tourism board um, came alongside and donated a large chunk of money to make that space possible. That, that community-centric mindedness um, has created some really incredible collaborations. Um, talking about events that people get involved with, we have experiences down in the NOCO district, everything from arts markets. So we had a big arts market, well, two of them actually, <laughs> um, that supported over 30 different small artisanal businesses that our community then could come and shop and interact with. Um, I think sometimes there's this misunderstanding that 
you know, this, this small town, this small area doesn't have like a thriving arts community, but we really do. <laughs> There's a lot of artists that are running, you know, small businesses and just creating unique and incredible work. So we like to show the community and give the artists the chance to support themselves. We also have, you know, we just did a project called the NOCO Mural Mile. The NOCO Mural Mile was a project I was very passionate about. We put in 1,800 linear feet of sidewalk mural all on one day. <laughs> and the way we were able to do that was we invited the community to come paint. So we cut these huge 25 foot long stencils that we then put on the sidewalk and handed community members who signed up buckets of permanent concrete stain and said, help, come help make our city beautiful. So we had a local artist design the design. Um, she was actually inspired by the flowers in the NoCo paint box garden and being a, rivi a river dwelling city. Um, her name is Cheryl Ulrich Barnett. She designed this beautiful 15 panel sidewalk mural that then 176 community members came to paint in. So we saw this incredible coming together of people around these sidewalk murals. We saw this incredible diversity of ages <laughs> during that, that event. You know, people as young as five all the way up to 85, down on their knees, trying to make their city more beautiful, trying to make their city better. Um, in 2022, we also have some new, really exciting new projects coming up. Like I said, always in development. So we're gonna be working with our neighborhoods to design um, doors that reflect their neighborhood. So we're gonna pair an artist with a neighborhood and do workshops to create a door that represents them. Then we're gonna bring all those doors down to NOCO and display them side by side by side by side. So the community can come see how different neighborhoods view and experience Jeffersonville. We're creating the NOCO Artmobile, which is gonna be an art studio on wheels. So to take that NOCO experience to any, anybody in our area, to our neighborhoods, to our schools, to our community centers. It is such a special experience to get involved with the arts in Jeffersonville, whether you're an artist, whether you are a community member that likes art, whether you just want to come see a band and drink a beer at the depot. <laughs> There's just something very encouraging about the arts in Jeffersonville. You know, there really is. And like I said, when, when I visited, it was, it was so welcoming. Um, and it was so, I don't, I don't even really know how to put it into words, but just, it was someplace that I felt like I wanted to be when there was something going on because you knew it was going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so along that vein, um, when people visit Jeffersonville, what should they know before visiting the NOCO Arts and Cultural District? And then where can they find out more information on what's happening? So I like that you say like when something's going on. Um, right now, the, the NOCO District is very events centric. So we have a couple of those local businesses like the Arts Center, like Maker 13, that are serving our residents daily. But some of these larger events, you know, you'll catch them 
once a month, once a quarter, based on what those events are. So I would highly suggest if you're planning to come to Jeffersonville, um, to go to one of two places to find out when things are coming up. Uh, so in tourism is our tourism board and they help all of us, all of the different businesses in the area, whether that's food or arts or hotels, all kind of put our events all in one place. And they have an events board that kind of keeps track of everything in our area. If you want to specifically track Jeffersonville art, I would suggest following us on Facebook or Instagram. So we have two Facebook pages that keep up with the arts in Jeffersonville. Jeffersonville art is the main one. So I would follow that one first. And then the second one for specifically no co events, it's called Jeffersonville arts and cultural district. So again, Jeffersonville art and Jeffersonville arts and cultural district. We are big proponents of putting all of our events on Facebook so people can keep track of when they are. Um, you know, if you're an artist that's looking to break into the Jeffersonville art scene, um, we offer a lot of paid commissions and a lot of paid art jobs. You know, supporting professional artists is what we do. So um, on jeffersonvilleart.com, we put, we have a giant button that says paid commissions. You can check it out um, because we're always looking, we're always posting new opportunities, new commissions, um, new markets that are happening. So those I would say are the kind of the three big ways I would say to get involved. Follow us on Facebook, check out So In Tourism, check out jeffersonvilleart.com. Perfect. And I love that you threw in that little bit about if you're an artist, be sure to check this because again, I'm not an artist. I, I have, I have no art in my little pinky. Um, but I have a girlfriend who is an artist and I know how difficult it can be sometimes to get those art commissions or to, you know, to kind of break into what it is that you are creating into that space. And I, I love that it's, it's almost like you, you invite people, you make it make it easy um, for them to get involved. And I, I like that aspect of what you do as well. Thank you, I appreciate you saying that. We, like I was talking about with the NOCO district, I think our art program as a whole, one of the things we really try to do is to make it a welcoming program for people to get involved with, whether you're a community member or an artist that's trying to start professionally supporting yourself. Um, I think it can sometimes be intimidating for um, in certain scenes to apply for a commission or to even know where those commissions are posted. Um, we try to make it as public a call as possible. So that way people know how to get involved and know how to apply. I like that. I like that a lot. So as we wrap up, can you offer three top tips for visiting Jeffersonville. It's probably an area a lot of people haven't heard of. It's a little overshadowed by its Kentucky neighbor. Um, right across the river from Jeffersonville is Louisville, um, Kentucky. So obviously everybody has heard of Louisville, but Jeffersonville, right across the river in Indiana, it's a really lovely small community, um, definitely worth visiting. So if somebody's coming in, hanging out for a few days, 
what three things should they be sure that they are adding to their itinerary to do? Well, before I say my three things, I will say if you are coming to Louisville, it's really easy to get to Jeff because <laughs> we we actually share a pedestrian walking bridge. Love with, that bridge. <laughs> yeah. So if you look up, if you're in Louisville area and you look up the big four pedestrian walking bridge, the other side of that, what that connects to is our downtown. <laughs> so on the Louisville side, you have this beautiful green space, this beautiful, like really beautiful park area. On our side is our, it's the heart of our downtown. So a good chunk of our local restaurants are down there. The NOCO Arts and Cultural District is less than a half mile from the base of that bridge. So part of the reason we put in those uh, sidewalk murals was because when you come off the bridge, you can follow the murals to the arts district. So just start following the murals and you'll wind up in the arts district. Um, so I would suggest definitely if you're coming to Jeffersonville, check out the Big Four Park. We call it Big Four Station. And then follow the murals to the art district. Um, our downtown is this really beautiful, thriving space. Um, we have a great uh, nonprofit called Jeff's Main Street that does a lot of work um, to do events in downtown specifically. Um, so, you know, they have things like chocolate walks and wine walks and, you know, small business day and taste of Jeff and they do all sorts of things. Jeff Main Street is another great website to check out if you're looking for events in Jeff. Um, three things that I would say to do, go to downtown Jeff, eat at a local restaurant. Um, so we have some really cool local restaurants and local bars right in downtown. The Red Yeti is a gastropub. That's really interesting. Uh, the parlor does great pizza. The Union Game Yard does incredible burger. Um, I'm going to get myself in trouble because I'm going to miss somebody. <laughs> You're going to be irritated. You're going to eat well. I, I can, you, I can you definitely back well. that up. You will eat very well. You will eat well. Um, you know, the Alcove is a great local bar. Pearl Street Tap House. Um, a fun, funky coffee shop. Pearl Street um, Games and Coffee. Uh, they run right along our our sidewalk murals. Um, you can sit down, play a board game, and have a cup of coffee at the same time. Um, so I would suggest eat local when you come to Jeff. I would also suggest that you shop local. Um, there is a lot of really uh, great, unique businesses um, in Jeffersonville. Our arts markets are great to come check out because you can interact with, you know, over 30 different arts vendors all at the same time. Um, and then I would suggest if you are going to come to Jeff, come during one of our great events that is happening. Um, if I can do a little bit of a plug, if you're planning a trip, try and come in October. Uh, this year, Jeffersonville Art is planning a mural festival in October, which will be a really cool experience. But October is also when Jeffersonville does Steamboat Nights, which is a big annual, um, basically glow party that's thrown in big big four station there's glow sticks and nighttime concerts and there's a lot of really fun things to check out during october but i would stay and specifically come for the mural festival it's going to be a really cool experience 
That sounds like so much fun. Emily, I want to thank you for taking the time telling us about the arts in Jeffersonville. Um, it really is worth going and visiting and spending some time. It's such a great town and Southern Indiana has so much going for it and definitely worth a trip. It's a really incredible time. Um, you can come, you can eat, you can shop, you can get some really great bourbon with our neighbor and, you know, have a great trip. Walk to Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you, Emily, so much for the time today. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to the Exploring the Midwest podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it with your Midwest friends and leave a five-star review on your favorite podcast app. If you're after more Midwest travel inspiration, please join me in the Exploring the Midwest group on Facebook. Do you have a comment? You can click through the show notes and leave a comment on the post, or you can connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Jody Halstead.